love meeting a new customer. Come on in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Bob's Tavern Cast, the show all about Hearthstone Battlegrounds, live from Bob's Tavern. I am your bartender, Jay. And I am your bartender, Dave. And this show is brought to you by the amazing, um, I can't think of the word anymore, patrons of the tavern. There we go. Um, You can become a patron of the tavern by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.bobstavern.org. Hub, a cheers to them, and then let's catch up. Here's a toast to the patrons of the tavern who support our adventures <laughs> and drink our mead. Dave, how has uh, how your past few weeks been going? My weeks have been pretty good lately. Um, I've been enjoying Hearthstone a lot. I have played a couple of Battlegrounds matches when I get my when I get my uh, make a top four. Uh, or get a top four. I I I tend to not re-roll those those weeklies. If it's like win five games, then I'm I might want to re-roll that because it depends on how much time I have. But when I have time, I five been top in, fours. I know, I know, <laughs> but top fours aren't always easy to come by. Um. So yeah, uh, I've uh, had a blast. Uh, these last couple weeks playing various forms of Hearthstone and none of which involves standard. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been a whirlwind of a ride uh, the past week in Battlegrounds. I have jumped up to 6K and then dropped down a little under 6K and now I'm at like 596 as as we're recording Hopefully I'll be back in 6K in the next few days. But yeah. this week, before we jump into the topic, which is the winning minions of the BlizzCon line patch, uh, I want to give a shout out to our fellow teammate Neji Boston for a great showing in the uh, Masters Tour event that's happening this weekend. Was one win out of top 16, which is absolutely phenomenal you know sometimes it happens like that but you got to think out of all the people that are playing in this event to be to be one win away uh definitely shows you know a good a good good showing and and we've got we've got some really good uh standard players and uh i don't i don't know i guess actually i know neji also plays a lot of battlegrounds too when he when he can um so yeah, shout out to Neji Boston. Shout out to um, all the folks in uh, that played in the Masters Tour. And yeah. as we're recording, they're in the semifinals, so we can't give a shout out to the winner. Um, but yeah, that said, this week we are continuing kind of our investigation into the BlizzCon line patch and what we think were the winning minions the winning minion picks and of course sometimes minion picks kind of fall in line with what hero you have but Mm -hmm. uh, this time around i think that the only the only thing that is really connected to a hero is just kind of the ease that it is to get some of these minions and that's because 
Patches is still good. Patches is starting to move up there yeah. in terms of pirates. But uh, in the pre-show that our patrons got to listen to, I asked you, have you gotten a chance to play against this pirate? I call it the Empire, the Pirate Infinity Comp, because um, that's what it feels like yeah. when you're having to play it. Uh, but uh, for those that don't know, I'm, I'm going to give my quick... Uh, hit on these three minions at once because they kind of all benefit together. Um, and that's Dread Admiral Eliza, the six, the tier six minion, Cadgar, which Cadgar has been a problem, uh, to say the least, in Battlegrounds since it was introduced. And I do think they should have gotten rid of it. I'm kind of upset that they haven't gotten rid of it, but uh, right now it is definitely having a heyday. And then one that I think that a lot of people might have been sleeping on, and that is Scallywag. And to to kind of wrap up the idea of what you do here, you play Scallywag, you get a Dread Admiral Eliza, preferably a golden one if you can. You get a Cadgar, a golden one if you can. If you can't, you supplement those with Baron Rivendares and boats and things like that. Yeah. And then you put Scallywag up front. And yes. if you're not sure of how this pops off the way that it does, because Scallywag attacks immediately, you can spawn you can spam the Scallywag death rattles, their their tokens, mm-hmm. with only one space available on the board. Whereas with other cards, if Cadgar, you know, if Cadgar summons something, it's going to try to spawn all the cards first and yeah. then do the things. But Scallywag's text says attack immediately, which means it'll attack, die, Admiralize buffs everything on the board. And then another one comes up, it attacks, dies, Eliza buffs everything on the board. Then another one comes up and attack, dies. And oh man, I've I've seen like golden Cadgars with with Baron Rivendares, and you literally spend the first like twenty to thirty seconds of your turn with Scallywag with two one Scallywags just hitting into something super weak, you know, not killing anything, and then all of a sudden you look at that board, and that board is monstrous. Yeah. Um, that's not. Like this type of comp still incur still can lead to what they didn't what they wanted to avoid with the Cadguard nerf, which is they don't really want players having to. Ha- I mean, I guess they don't really necessarily want players having to reload their game and all this stuff just to save time. Um, I don't know if that's still prevalent. I haven't been keeping up with like higher MMR type of um lobbies where people are still where if people are still using like the fight the get around that we were that they were using with the uh, cadgar and alley cat tokens stuff like that but i mean i've seen this comp go and it is insane and it does just so many just does so much honestly that's actually something that I hadn't thought about was, you know, they they put this patch in to address um, APM issues and kind of use it as a way to say, like, here, you don't have to do, like, disconnect tactics. Um, but 
And I guess in this case, you really don't have to. But yeah. I wonder. I wonder if it's almost beneficial to the other player. Like just disconnect and reconnect. That way, you have time to actually play your turnout. Yeah. Because if because it's not for the if, player who's doing it; it's for the other person. Yeah, you're gonna wind up, you know, with little time after that. And and I have always wondered how this works. I have always wondered how um, the the game mechanic works in terms of how much time is made available. And I, I, if I remember correctly, it's like, basically you have like 120 seconds, um, at the highest level, like from the time combat starts to the start of the following combat. So, yeah, so like if you're if you're round and I mean there are some just nuts rounds like especially with, you know, death rattle comps where sometimes you just get stuck in like a round that's like 90 seconds long and then you come back and you're like, "Oh, I've only got like 35 or 40 seconds to Make figure out what my next turn is." Yeah. Um, and again, by that turn, you're usually just like re-roll, 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 re-roll. Oh, that can become golden. Um, You're not really doing as much with it, so maybe it's not a problem. But I often think, like, how does that affect maybe your opponent? Your opponent might actually have moves that they want to make. So if you're taking a lot of time away from them, that does create kind of a feel-bad feeling. And maybe they do something similar to where, like, they can get the average of like the average combat time, which ooh, that would suck if you have people that disconnected early in the game. Yeah, uh, but if you can get like the average combat time and then just add like a couple of add like a few seconds onto that and play it. But I don't know. I don't have the answers to that. I would be really interested to see how that works. I I really yeah become interested in like those the way those game mechanics are. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no this this strategy one. I don't think that it's easy to pull off but the thing that works in its favor is even if you can't get there it's Mm -hmm. often good enough like if you have a golden Kagar, a scallywag and an admiral eliza just one that's still really strong if you have a golden eliza a scallywag and just a regular Kadgar. Mm-hmm. that's still pretty good that's a four two you know buff on on each turn so you've at least given all of uh your board plus eight plus four um just off of the two you know off that one proc and if you have a cadgar involved then you know that's six that's 16 or sorry not 16 that's 12 eight so like it it can get really gnarly and i'm I'm amazed that I'm amazed that they have kept the it attacks immediately. Um, I think if they do rework it, that's probably how it will be reworked is uh, they'll just remove the it'll be like summon a one one pirate that attacks and remove the it attacks immediately and make it attack after each of the yeah. tokens have spawned and that that kills this strategy mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. I I think that would be um it's definitely a way to um alleviate that. 
Uh, it would kind of hurt the comp, obviously, because then everything spawns, but you only get one extra scallywag. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but I mean, pirates are strong enough. Like you the way the way that pirates work, it's like yeah, if you can get a gold grubber, you can get a golden gold grubber, golden salty looter, uh, uh, one or two Eliza's, Baron Rivendare, like yeah, and Kagar. Like it, it's not going to matter too too much. You're still going to be uh, you're still going to be uh, um putting in the work. Yeah, and yeah, I think that's the thing is, uh. Shout out to to Jocelyn uh, Carney from the Angry Chickens. I think she said this, and I, I hadn't thought about this before. Uh, there's every every archetype. There's like a way you play this archetype. Yeah, and ultimately, there should be one or two ways to do a thing. Exactly. Um, demons. You have token demons. You have big demons. Kind of like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, dragons. Effectively, you have Caligos, and that's kind of it. You just want big. Yeah, dragons. there's really only one dragon uh, way to play dragons. But with with pirates, you had this like Eliza, big buff pirates, and then you could also have like the salty looter, like big salty looter pirate, mm-hmm. um, and then boat where you can like use do like um, token pirates, mm-hmm. and it seems like none of those are as effective as this comp. And it's like, this is no, they what aren't. you try to get to. And if you can't get to this, you will settle for that other thing. And that's that's kind of like what you were saying with like, you know, a golden salty looter. I think people are skipping the salty looter picks because of trying to go for a scallywag. People are skipping the Seabreaker uh, Goliath, which is a yeah. great card. Oh, Goliath is so good. Exactly. You, you need so, that. You need that, and I, I think this comp would almost require it at some point. Like it, like. But that's the thing. If you get this, you yeah. don't need Goliath at that point. No, you don't. No, you don't. Massive. Oh no, for sure. Yeah. So I, I think that's what I was more more but, yeah. trying to get to, and what what Jocelyn had really done a good job of explaining. Of like, yeah, this comp looks suboptimal, is absolutely broken, and. People are skipping out on tier five cards, tier six cards to pick a tier one and a tier three. And Mm -hmm. in in the strategy of the game, that feels wrong, Mm -hmm. even though in this case it is absolutely 100 percent right. Yeah. And most. Oh, go ahead. Let's say most comps are also running a Yoho Ogre. Yeah. But that was three minions that we think really uh, won in this patch. But let's mm-hmm. talk about a fourth minion, and this is this is one that it's one of my favorites. I'm I'm really interested in, and that is Light Fang Enforcer. Oh man, this this card this card truly got a benefit from the slower meta. Um, we were talking about this beforehand. The the ramp meta, the hyper meta, whatever you call it. Anytime you put a two, two on your board in the hyper meta, that was a casualty waiting to happen. Like, Oh yeah. Who cares about how much it could buff a minion when by the time you got it, you only had one or two turns left in the game. Uh, this card definitely received so much love now that games are going, uh, 
six, you know, 15, 16, 17 rounds. Uh, just having that light fang enforcer effectively give, you know, 60 plus health and attack to mm-hmm. your board, like that amount of, of love. And then if you get a golden one, it's just even better. Yeah. Uh, that doubles. Uh, so you're talking about plus 120 to your board. You can really do a lot with it. And then one of the things that I've tried to do myself is look at um, having Lightfang Enforcer and then some other card that can then buff the Lightfang Enforcer <laughs> to make yeah. it not as weak. Uh, sometimes that's Major Domo Executus. Um, sometimes it's just like throw Defender of Argus's on it. Like just mm-hmm. whatever you can. Yeah. to buff this thing ever so slightly, make it somewhat stronger, make it somewhat better. Uh, mm-hmm. That way, it's not the only thing that's just sitting there that's a 2-2 going to get wrecked. Yeah. So, what's cool is I, I've, I'm actually kind of looking at some stats for Light Fang. And it, and it seems that taunting it doesn't always have the best effect. Um, but that's just that 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 a lot of that has to do with its board position impact. This card has in such an immense play impact um in the earlier turns and it and it, the only time where it becomes not great to buy a light fang is like turn eleven and on. Like yeah. and it doesn't go negative until turn thirteen. And even then if like you're Golden at that point also is not at a at a high impact rate. Like, well, like we said, you know, the yeah. games are getting to so long. You know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen turns. So if you're playing it at yeah. thirteen, you know, you only get what plus eight, plus eight. Yeah, you know, well, plus eight, plus eight times however much you can put Many on the turns. board. So maybe plus yeah, like thirty to like fifty. Um, mm-hmm. It does starting to it does start to feel a little bit weaker there. What, sure. What I tend to what I try to do is try to get it by like turn ten. Oh yeah. Know, and on turn ten, it's got a. On turn ten, it's when it goes to, to plus zero for a plane, and then gold is still got a positive win rate. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely fine to probably play it then. Like if you don't, if you get it before then, you have you're getting a lot of extra value. Um. But if and if you can get it as early as like turn five, like turn five, this thing has a one point five play impact. That's a lot. Like, I don't know. I, I like you're you you hit it the nail on the head with this. Life Fig Enforcer is the big winner of this patch. Like, I love playing Menagerie comps, so I love that this card is better. Well, and and it seems that Menagerie has always, I don't want to say have been the focus. Yeah. Um, you know, those that are you know familiar with game theory know the idea of like min-maxing and figuring out where you should invest and where you shouldn't invest in like any meta. And that, and that is part of Battlegrounds is understanding given, given the minion types available to me, given the mm-hmm. heroes available to me, what is the maximum value strategy that I can, what is the maximum value play that I can do at this turn? And in previous, in the previous meta, it was literally, what can I do to level up faster 
it doesn't matter necessarily what I do or how I do this round. What's important is can I level up? Like, can I level up now? Um, can I uh, not die <laughs> essentially yeah. like I, I just want to not die this turn and then after that it's how do I level up uh, now it is how do I prepare myself to win you know in three turns how do I prepare myself to make my board strong in those future turns by the time you have light fang enforcer you should like the majority of the minions on your board if they're not golden You'll yeah. be just trying to make them golden. You're not going to try to swap stuff out because every time you swap, you're losing value. Yeah. So it's important that you have this ability to say, here's here's my quarterback, kind of like what we were talking about in the Nicolina video. Oh, yeah. Like, here's the quarterback. Here's how here's like who's in charge. How do I support the quarterback? And this is where. Like Amalgadon is still super strong. This is where you can still have that Caligos. You can still have, you know, those couple of minions that are, you know, super powerful. But at the end of the day, you just have to, you just have to like roll with it. Yeah. Um, rolling with what you get is something that all, that like so many Battlegrounds players are, are so good. And that's something that like, uh, that a lot that like is also a common struggle is like you get minions and you want to make them golden but at the same time especially when you get a life thing it's like even with life thing there's some times where you pro where you want to like you see a minion you're just like i know if i can pick i know if i pick this now i might be lowering the like might be lowering my power level for now but like say i i, I find a, a cave hydra and I have, I don't know, we'll say, cause, because we'll just go off the base, which just gives plus two, plus two. Like, there obviously there are certain things you look for, and I think that Cave Hydra is one of those, like, even if I have another beast, I'm, I'm selling it and picking up Hydra. But, I, again, but then in other times, you're right. There are times where we just want to look for that one specific, you want to just keep most of your board and just let it get big. And Caligo, like cards like Caligos, Amalgadon, great for that, um, because Amalgadon just fills a slot, and whatever that means, you can have, you know, as many other types of minions as you want, and, and uh, that guy's still going to get buffed. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's our t that's our two asterisk uh, five or four. You know, <laughs> winning minions of this patch. I only yeah. say two for that because the other three, you, they win by playing together. Um, yeah. So it's more like the, the minion strategy, I guess. But what were some of your preferred minions now that BlizzCon line patch is happening? And who do you think we're sleeping on? Who do you think that should have been in this conversation that wasn't? Let us know on Twitter, Bob's Tavern mm -hmm. HS. Um, you can also email us podcast at Bob's Tavern HS. Uh, more than happy to uh, read your thoughts on the next show. Uh, also, once again, thank you to our awesome patrons. Thank you to the awesome folks that 
uh, chat with us on a regular basis in the Discord. We've got some people from the community that are going to be coming on the show in the next month or so. We're really looking forward to that. But, uh, Dave, where can people find you on the Internet? All right. Uh, people can find me on Twitter at Dr. Fish. Uh, I have been more active lately cheering on our, obviously, as uh, Jay mentioned, as Neji Boston did, went into Master's Tour. I was cheering him on as much as I could. Uh, I am active kind of telling what I've been streaming lately. So if you want to catch some, you know, wild ladder uh, mainly now, as well as some Battlegrounds, um, then definitely come on, check out my Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash Dr. Fish. D-O-C-T-O-R-F-E-E-S-H. Awesome. Well, and you can, of course, find me on Twitter at... KJY Miller. You can also check out some of the other shows that I do on my website, kjymiller.com. Thank you so much again for listening. And as always, cheers to you, cheers to us, and cheers to everything that happens in the battleground. But it's time to leave because the tavern's closed, everybody. Get out. Welcome back to Cena. Now, nobody needs to. Please leave your weapons outside, Hawkeye. Diamond in the Rough Always a pleasure.